you know, we get asked all the time, who are your listeners? Who subscribes to your podcast? You know, how many do you have? So I thought you may be curious. We, at our peak month, which was uh, June of 2018, just last month as I'm recording this, we got 242,000 listens. So the podcast has been growing, doing really well. We're close to uh, approximately 600 podcasts that have been done. Not all by me, thank God, but many of them have been. I wanted to know something. Um, who are you, listeners? We, uh, from the data that we've seen, there's a lot of early adopters, uh, people that are you know anywhere from like 30 to uh, 55 that are interested in tech and all the new stuff that's coming out. But that may not be accurate. So I wanted to ask you, if you wouldn't mind, can you send an email to support at Future Tech Podcast? And let us know a little bit about yourself. You don't have to tell us your name or any of that stuff, but if you just let us know, why do you listen to the podcast? What do you get out of it? What some of your favorite episodes have been? And what do you want to see more of and hear more of in the podcast? And I'd love to accommodate you. And I'd love your feedback. So again, please send an email to support at futuretechpodcast.com. And thanks for listening. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future Technologies, poised to transform our lives for better or worse, are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Everyone and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host Juliet Lamar, and joining us today is Eric Solis. He's the founder and CEO at MovoCash, and he's no stranger to Future Tech Podcast. We've had him on before, so welcome back, Eric. Hey, it's my pleasure. Good to be back, Juliet. So good to have you back again. I love it when we have returning guests because here at Future Tech Podcast, we really care about the companies who come in and talk to us and share their time. So when you come back, it's so nice to be able to to recap, but then also see where you're going and what you've been up to. So um, for people who didn't hear the first podcast, let's give them a little overview overview about MovoCash and what you're doing over there. Yeah, so MovoCash is a um, payments company that we think we you know, sort of have a unique um, spin by bundling what has been previously um, sort of disintegrated products and services. And it's this idea of approaching what some might call app fatigue and creating an all-in-one um, place that you can go to do peer-to-peer. You can do bill pay. You can manage your, your finances. We give you ways to um, connect, for example, a prepaid or debit card directly to Apple Pay, Android Pay. We give you all sorts of ways in which you can load cash to your account using money packs. So we're sort of like this um, hub technology that uses both fiat and what we're here to talk to you about is our new crypto um, interoperability technology that we call MovoChain. So we're sort of like the best of all worlds all wrapped up into one simple, easy to use consumer interface. And by the way, I got to say the feedback we're getting from our customers is off the hook. So it's been a we're 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 definitely on to something, and the market is telling us so. So we're excited. Well, then let's jump right into to this new feature, uh, MovoChain. Yeah. So MovoChain, I use the term interoperability, and that's a you know fancy word for saying that you're working on ways to create on ramps and off ramps between cryptocurrency 
and fiat currency. And the first thing I'd like to do, just uh, I mean, your your consumers, your listeners are probably a little bit more sophisticated. But for those that maybe the concept of fiat currency may not make sense, that's what you would call any kind of government backed or sponsored uh, money is defined as fiat. Crypto, of course, is what we think about when it's Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash and Ethereum and such. And so what we're doing is creating a bridge that allows one to own crypto, no matter how much, and be able to very seamlessly, quickly, through our technology, convert that back into fiat currency through um, a, let's call it a cross-pollinated peer-to-peer platform that is not just simply peer-to-peer in a silo. For example, if you own Bitcoin, you can only send somebody Bitcoin who has a Bitcoin wallet. We want to be able to say you can send money out of your Bitcoin wallet to somebody who doesn't have Bitcoin and doesn't have mobile cash and doesn't have any other wallet, but you're now able to send them real money that they can spend in real time wherever Visa and MasterCard are accepted. And that just makes sense. I think that that one of the confusing parts for a lot of people is, okay, we have all these coins, you know, they get, okay, cryptocurrencies decentralized, but then what coins do you buy? And then how do those coins interact with each other? And are you buying the correct coins? And and being able to transfer any type of cryptocurrency to and from different fiat currency or to and from different current other cryptocurrencies is is a huge game changer. It is. And you know, one of the things that I say is that like crypto, this whole concept of blockchain, uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and that whole sort of way in which that ecosystem uni- and universe works has catapulted us years into the future technologically. But there's one important caveat to that. It's thrown us back into the dark ages where, where fungible currency um, comes into play. Because if you thought with that sort of like Venmo and PayPal and some of these other ledger type technologies were bad, crypt- cryptocurrency is worse because you can't spend it anywhere. You are truly locked on to the ledger. There's no way off and back into, no, no I shouldn't say no way. Let's put it this way. It's very complicated to get your money back into spendable form where you can use it like what it's supposed to be, that is a currency. So what we've done is build a bridge that very easily, you know, the consumer interface is brain dead easy. You fill out, you know, a couple, you know, few pieces of information and on the fly, that money is sent either to yourself or to somebody else that can spend it instantly. And we're talking in minutes, not hours and not days. And that's 24-7. In other words, that bank is open 24-7, including holidays. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And that really is where we're moving as a globe, is with these global currencies. It's 24-7. And that's where the future is. Yeah. So, you know, you think about using um, automated clearinghouse, um, treasury features and functions. You know, you've got to use them, you know, between, you know, you know, nine o'clock Eastern time and, you know, four o'clock Eastern time and they're closed on the weekends, closed on the holidays. Essentially, imagine that you have a way to use a bridge technology that accomplishes the objective of moving money from one place to another, including the conversion. And essentially, you've just described um, mobile chain. That's fantastic. So when did, when did this, all this get released? Because I only spoke with you a few months ago. Yeah, you might remember the, one of the last things I said is, hey, I'm going to come back because we're working on some really cool things. And that was sort of like our parting words. And so we launched uh, 
gosh, um, we announced it at Finnovate. Um, so that was what, um, less than a couple of months ago when we, we basically have been very slow. We've been just kind of like easing the word out. And in fact, let me just say it this way. You guys are really sort of our first. We thought we'd come back to you guys since you were so good to us. Um, and, you know, really one of the very first um, engagements we've had to really push it out there because we've you know kind of been in a, you know, a, a live beta is the way we've sort of thought about it. And, um, you know, we're ready now to go um, to scale it up. It's ready for for the for mainstream. It's re it's ready to it's ready to start playing and be on the big field for sure. Um, well, thank yeah, you for exactly. for the for that for that uh, that love. You know, we're all about community here at Future Tech Podcast and really supporting these these futuristic technologies because we really believe in them. And it's so great to hear that people are are also feeling the same way about us. So thank you very much. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I really respected the approach that you guys took the first go around. And so, yeah, um, it's all about relationship, isn't it, at the end of the day? Absolutely. And I think that people lose sight of that when it comes to to our future technologies, right? When it talks about blockchain and cryptocurrency or robotics, people are losing that human aspect. But in reality, this is all still being run by people. And so let's look into you know the future of the world of finance. And, and where you kind of see mobile cash and mobile chain going into that future. So I think that there's a really interesting inflection point that we're at. Um, you know, I've been in fintech, you know, for, for, for before they even, like I said before to you, you know, before they even called it fintech, I was doing fintech. And we were working on, you know, into sort of this idea of, of interledger technologies, you know, um, and figuring out ways to weave them together to create transaction chains that would produce outcomes that hadn't been seen before. Um, and for example, um, I was one of the first, not one of, I was the first CEO to ever use an, an, an electronic signature to open a financial account. We did it before uh, Clinton signed it into law, and that tells you how far back that goes. Oh, and what's wow. really interesting today, what's really interesting today is we're seeing now that, you know, e-wallets um, and the whole sort of like encrypted signatures that are now being used in blockchain and the evolution of what that e-signature is now morphing into and the doors that it's opening to really leveling the playing field in, in this kind of like democratization of financial services it no longer really is about banked, unbanked, or banked. It's really we all become one, and we're all using better services because we're leveraging technology. And the thing is that in a world where we're going from trustless, right, in terms of like blockchain type um, uh, um, hypothesis of, you know, a trustless technology, at the same time, there's this huge wave of trust that people are starting to gain in the types of technologies that are that are being um, built and, and 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 made available to consumers. And I think that's phenomenal because we've all been waiting for that wave to to the, the swell to actually develop and and happen where people migrate to using mobile technologies like the types that we're talking about. And it's happening now. It's no longer, you know, a theory. It's, it's actually a, a, a fact and, a, and, and gargantuan, you know, this sort of like a gargantuan pivot away from 
the traditional ways in which people have thought about banking and payments is happening, and they're moving towards um, this new sort of way of um, thinking about um, managing their finances. And I'm, it's exciting to watch it. You know, being a longtime player in the space, it's really exciting to watch it happen. And, and that's how I feel is that this is this is just such an exciting time to be in this space, an exciting time to be coming up with these solutions. Because this is the ground floor, basically. You know, we're still we're still evolving, and it's, it's almost like what we do now really does have an impact in the future. We're still at that point. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say that. I was uh, looking at Coinbase, um, and I got goosebumps right now just thinking about it. Because, like, I was looking at, at Coinbase, and and I was I was looking how you see, you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, Litecoin, you know, and I think there might be one other, whatever. You know, it's like wow. You know, here we are looking at like this is like the the largest, most well-known company that sort of like you know is an exchange for cryptocurrency, and there's five of them. <laughs> you know, it's like looking at the New York <laughs> Stock Exchange when there were the first five companies listed. You know, so yeah, it's, it, it is an exciting time, and and not only that, but you know, when we think about blockchain, um, and we think about the uses of blockchain. Um, you know, it's kind of moving past just being a technology that's for, um, you know, to, to do a cryptocurrency. You know, they're figuring out ways to use it in logistics and healthcare. And, you know, I, I can't wait till they start using it at the DMV so I don't have to go stand in those long lines. I mean, you know, it's just a million mm-hmm. ways that it's being used, that the, that, the, that the use cases, let me say it this way. But, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little bit of a step back. The hype is actually ahead of the actual capacity to use it. So let me say that again. The hype of blockchain technologies, actually, it is hype because they haven't really figured it out yet, but we're going to figure it out. And we're on the path to figuring it out. And what it's going to unleash is just truly remarkable. Um, that said, what we're in the early stages, it's really more of what we'll call distributed ledger technology, DLT, that is really being harnessed um, more in the private sector. And and these could be defined as private. um, They're kind of like private blockchains, right? So the public blockchain versus the private blockchain are two different animals. And I think it's important for listeners to understand that because when you start thinking of how to use those private blockchain technologies, distributed ledger technologies, it opens up some unique doors that are right in front of us to start using. And that's, by the way, um, I'm going to take a little bit of a tangent here and tell you about what we call Hyperbin, which is our own unique blockchain, um, private blockchain, distributed ledger technology um, that we're going to be um, developing even further on top of what I've just described to you as Movo Chain, and that's what we'll be calling Movo Coin. And Movo Coin is this idea of being able now to essentially tap into the entire install base using this interoperability technology um, that will um, be able to move money from basically the entire installed universe of bank accounts, debit cards, and even potentially credit cards. For moving money from one place to the next. And so anyway, that's sort of how all of that machination of thought comes together in a very specific use case as it relates to how mobile cash is doing it. Oh, that's that's fantastic and just such a such a great way of looking at things as well. I love that the outlook you guys have towards this this new era. It's really interesting. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I think one of the things that we benefit most from as a company and the culture is that we're really most interested in seeing in seeing like people free, right? And and it's it's our vision is really about creating freedom for people. And it, and 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 it's a little bit like one of the things I really respect about Elon Musk is that he said hey, you know, here's our patents, go use them, go build something better, you know, like, go build something cool, you know, take it, you know, and that's the whole sort of like culture of cryptocurrency and blockchain and all this open source is it's not about a me, 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 mine, mine, mine. It's about how can we all be in contribution to leaving this world a better place? We live in a, you know, we live in a, in a time when, you know, things are com- way more complicated than they've ever been in the history of mankind. But if we can, you know, all put our minds together and think of ways to leverage these technologies in our own small way to make the world a better place and to be more inclusive, um, especially where um, finances are concerned, since there's so many that for so long have been disintermediated from being able to access even basic financial services. And, you know, we're in our own little world, you know, being a contribution into my way of thinking about it and the way that Movo approaches things. That's that's what it's all about. That's, that's beautifully put. Very beautifully put. I want to bring attention again to, I think we covered this last time, but you guys are the creators of a new technology. I want to just go a little bit into Hyperbin. You can tell people about that. So Hyperbin is a technology that, um, without without sort of the core foundation of what we do in in, in the more traditional rails, um, what we're talking about, how we're deploying the use case with mobile chain wouldn't exist. So so for example, it's all about the speed at which we're able to do what used to take weeks to accomplish. I'll give you an example. If you were to um, want to receive, let's say, a prepaid card or a debit card or a credit card, you need to fill out an application. You got to sign it. You got to drop it in the mail. You send it in. Somebody looks at it. They approve it. They send then a file to a fulfillment house. They get the file. They send a card out to you. Ten days later, you get a card. You got to call an 800 number, and then they activate your card, and then you know, some weeks later, you're finally good to go. Another example might be you got to drive down to the grocery store, buy a Visa or MasterCard off the rack, walk up, load it with cash, and maybe some hours later now you're ready to spend. That was the new, that was sort of like the next innovation. What we've done is we've converted your mobile device into essentially it's got card issuing technology embedded right inside of your mobile device. We turn it into sort of like your own little, you know, card issuing bank, right? You're in control. You can spin up cards on the fly in denominations that you choose. If you're going to buy something online and you're going to spend $30.22, you can use the Hyperbin technology to spin that card up, activated in real time, CVV, expiration date, 16-digit card number, and you're ready to spend that exact amount online or in-store, provision to Apple Pay, Android Pay, Samsung Pay, no waiting. And the speed at which we're able to do that 
is what we, uh, underneath all that capability is the technology that makes up Hyperbit. That's fantastic. So yeah, now connecting that back to how we convert crypto, right? So now suddenly somebody, you know, I want to send you, I'll give you a use, uh, I'll give you an actual example of what happened over the weekend. How about that? Okay. So, and this is my own little universe. All right. Here's how it works. So, um, I'm with a buddy of mine. We're in Palo Alto. Um, we're at a little beer pub and we're going to have a fish sandwich and a couple of beers. Okay. So we get done and, and I'm going to pay him, you know, we're going to split the bill. And it was like 50 bucks or something. So I owed him $25. So I go into it and he's a, he actually is a Movo. He has a Movo Cash account as well. I go into my Movo Cash and I realize that we've been traveling around and so on and so forth. I don't have any money left in my Movo Cash account. So I, but I have Bitcoin. So I go into my Bitcoin and I use Movo Chain to send my, to send him, I didn't even have to send it to myself. I sent it directly to him, the $25. And within minutes, he hears, I go in, I do it. I go give it a couple of minutes, wait a couple of minutes. He hears ding. And the $25 is loaded to his card. He pulls out his Movo Cash card. Um, and pays the guy behind the counter, and we both get up, walk out. We had a fish sandwich, a couple of beers, and we rode our bikes back to his house. And that's that's how Hyperbin makes all that happen, working together with the interoperability um, tentacles that we've created uh, within the mobile chain environment. Wow, it's so it's so simple, and you know, when when you see it in a real life scenario, you can't help but think, yeah, this is the future, and why hasn't this existed before? <laughs> And the other thing, you know, the other thing that a lot of that's get some sometimes missed in the, or, you know, lost in the, the the equation of it all, is that this becomes truly a global um, a global capabilities. So when we think about, and by the way, I want to be super clear here. Okay, there's a lot of rules and regulations that go into making all this work right and where we're doing it in compliance with the banking laws and all, you know, money transmitter laws. We've got, you know, we've, we, you know we're very thoughtful about that. And we're also very um, intentional right now about our, um, the way we're expanding this, only available in the U.S. today. But the very exciting part of it is that there is nothing really in our way to expanding globally and around the world with this technology, nothing. I mean, in other words, you know, using the exact same architecture, I can have this working around the world in pretty short order, right? And when you think about being able to send 50 bucks to Mexico or the Philippines or China or India and have that money hit an account and converted back into fiat currency in the local uh, country and be able to spend it instantly, right, is really remarkable. It really starts to paint the picture of a world that, you know, we all use the, you know, the sort of old cliche that the world's getting smaller, but it's really getting smaller in that regard, you know, where, you know, the expense and latency of yesteryear and the old banking system and the way we can think about doing it in the future is really just a mind-blowing uh, opportunity. That's fantastic. Eric, I, I always love having you on the show, and I'm so happy that you came back to join us and really update us on, on these wonderful new developments, this MoboChain, and, and just really share how, how it can work for 
our listeners or for anyone who wants to start getting involved with this and how easy it is. So they can download the app. We do them in, in native apps, both iOS and um, Android. Okay, and then MovoChain.com is where they would go for to because it's that's a um, a web app. So you don't have to worry about downloading anything. You own some Bitcoin, you want to send it to somebody, just go into MovoChain.com and and uh, you know you you can access it right there. So I want to thank you for having me, and um, you know uh, anytime you're looking to, to to fill some some slots on your show, know that I'm uh, you know always always able and willing to jump on a call quickly. It was, it was great to be with you again. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Eric. And we will be seeing you maybe in a few more months for another follow-up. Look forward to it. Thanks, Juliet. That was Eric Solis. He's the founder and CEO at Movo Cash. You can check them out at, out at movo.cash. This has been Juliet Lamar for Future Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.